Grace, peace, and mercy to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. The text is the Gospel from the Baptismal Liturgy, Mark 10. Please be seated. Well, brothers and sisters, they, they were bringing their younglings to Jesus. Now, I would assume it's the parents, the text doesn't say, but nonetheless, whoever the they is, they bring their kiddos to Jesus. Why? Well, it says in Mark 10, so that Jesus would, would touch them. So that divinity, so that God, the Savior of sinners in the flesh, would touch them with his divine hands and grant them divine gifts and divine blessings. Now, there are some other grown-ups there who stand in the way. They put up a, ro a verbal roadblock. They give these parents a talking to haul them over the coals, take them to task. We're not going to tell you again, get your kids out of here, PDQ. Jesus doesn't have time for them. He has VIP people to see. These kids, oh, they have nothing to offer Jesus. They're of no use to him. So if you don't cease and desist, we'll have no choice but to call the authorities, have you arrested and jailed. My goodness. Oh. Who are those bossy, overbearing, dictatorial adults? Who would dare to keep the little children away from the Savior, even the Savior of the children? Why, it's the disciples of the Lord himself. And the Lord is quite peeved, to say the least, when he saw it, namely, what his own disciples were doing. He was greatly displeased. And no doubt this wasn't the first or the last time. Do you remember the disciple Peter when Jesus said to him, get behind me, Satan. And so what does Jesus do? He takes over. Jesus will now talk. He will provide the categorical and definitive word because he's the Lord. And his disciples, they need to be schooled all the more on this salvational matter. Jesus says, let the little children come to me. He declares, don't you ever dare forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. In other words, Jesus is saying this, I've come for them too. I'm savior not just for the adults, but for everyone, including the children. All have sinned and have fallen short of the glory of God, but I have come to save all sinners. And so how dare you try to keep any sinner from my salvific person. And then in Mark 10, Jesus adds this clincher. And wow, is it ever the finishing touch. Check it out. It's meant for all the adults to hear. Adults that falsely believe that Jesus and his salvation are only for the adults. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And then Jesus takes them up in his arms, he puts his hands on them, and he blesses them. Did you catch that? I hope you did. Lord Jesus says that everyone needs to receive. Receive the kingdom of God, how? like a little child. And that's a passive reception, by the way. Do you know how that's spelled in the Bible? Yes, that's right, F-A-I-T-H. 
And faith is only given to by the Lord. Faith receives what the Lord Jesus gives. Jesus came to Good Friday win salvation by his death on the cross. Jesus then makes sure to give or to distribute what he won on the cross. It's why he instituted holy baptism in Matthew 28. Do you get it? Hmm? Do you? Salvation's achievement and salvation's bestowal are the Lord's doing, the Lord's giving. And faith is simply given to. Faith is passive in this way, or I'll put it this way, faith suffers what Jesus gives, whether one is an adult or whether one is a child, a senior citizen or a newborn baby like Colin. And so Nick and Brenda, like the parents in Mark 10, they brought their little one to Jesus today. In order for Jesus, in the washing of holy baptism, to quite literally take Colin up in his arms and bless him with the triune God's divine and saving name. That's Matthew 28, remember? After all, to be baptized in God's name is to be baptized by God himself. And to be baptized in God's name is God's way of giving himself and all his divine and saving benefits to sinners. It's no wonder then that Peter says in Acts chapter 2 that when one is baptized in Jesus' name, one receives the forgiveness of sins. In fact, in that same passage in Acts chapter 2, Peter says that this promise of forgiveness given in holy baptism is for you and for your children and for all. Did you hear that? For your children. In Acts 22, Paul was told that when he was baptized, his sins were washed away. Jesus himself taught Nicodemus that one must be born again by water and of the Spirit, John 3. And that's exactly why St. Paul extols holy baptism in Titus 3 in this way, that God saved us through the washing of rebirth and renewal by the Holy Spirit. This is precisely why Nick and Brenda brought Colin to Jesus today for holy baptism. Right, Nick? Of course. And no one would have stopped you today, would they? Not even the church ushers or the church bouncers. Not even a Peter, a James, or a John. Right, Nick? That's right. So now, no doubt, there are probably a few of you out there who are troubled with the church baptizing a little baby. Many in America are horrified by such things. Many refuse to baptize children, and I know why. It's because they believe the children aren't sinners. That's the first problem. They should, they should be corrected on that. Children are sinners. You're raising two of them right now. <laughs> children are indeed sinners. And secondly, they won't baptize children because they think that people need to contribute in some way, shape, or form in their salvation. They'll say a baby can't do that. Only adults can do that. That's what they've told me. I grew up in Wyoming. That's what I was told all the time. And so these adults who talk like this, they are like the foolish disciples in Mark 10, trying to keep who away from the Lord Jesus Christ? The little ones, the kids, and our Lord's salvational benefits. Oh, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. It's absolutely true. 
Little Colin did absolutely nothing today. Let's put it this way. Nick, little Colin was a do-nothing. But you see, that's precisely God's cup of tea. Doing and giving salvation to do-nothings, no matter how old they are. And that's precisely our Lord's point in the text from Mark 10. Whoever does not receive, that's passive, who does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child. In other words, Jesus is saying, to be saved, you've got to be a, a do-nothing, a receiver. And that's a faither. That's a truster. The baptism of a child is the best example of what it means to be saved only by faith alone in Jesus Christ. For the doer and the giver in holy baptism is the Lord, and the one being baptized is only on the receiving end. Now, I know most of you are saying, all right, cool, then all right. If you insist on this, children, baptizing children, then children have to have, to have faith, right? Don't they have to be a believer? Can babies believe in Jesus? Jesus says so. In Mark 9, Jesus says, These little ones who believe in me. The Greek word that Jesus uses in Mark 9 is mikros. Does that sound familiar? Well, it should. It's where we get our word microscope. The point? Even the smallest child who believes in Jesus, like <clears throat> John the Baptist in utero, in his mother's belly, who leaped for joy when he heard the Virgin Mary, the mother of the Lord Jesus, greet Elizabeth, his mother. Faith comes by hearing, Romans 10, and even babies hear, and so they can even believe. Unless, of course, you don't believe the Lord Jesus or what he teaches in his word. Well, I'd better bring this sermon to an end because you will start nodding off if I go on much longer. You wouldn't want me to pull a St. Paul, would you? Who in Acts chapter 20 preached on and on until the clock struck midnight. He preached so long that Eutychus fell into a deep sleep and tumbled off the third story windowsill to his death. Don't any of you do that today. Paul could raise Eutychus from the dead. He did that, but I can't. But what I can leave you is with Christ's unthwartable promise. Colin and all of you here today who are baptized, Mark 16, 16. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. I hold, hold Jesus to that promise. Jesus wants you to use him and his gift of baptism properly in your life against all your sin, against the accusations of the devil in the world. Jesus gives what he promises. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. And as you believe, so you have. So Colin is in the back somewhere. Mom's taking care of him. Happy Baptism Day, Colin. And to all the rest of you, happy living in and from your baptism into Christ. Such a divine gift will max out with these ultimate benefits, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. In the name of Jesus, amen. <laughs>